Hi, how you doing? Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, the personal audio journal of me, James Kennison. I'm glad you're here. It's brought to you the week of October 4th, 2021, and sponsored by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, and Wesley Gill. Become a sponsor today and support the show at patreon.com slash GOK. As I said, it's my personal audio journal. And so I get to talk about whatever I want to. And last time I talked about movies, but this time I'm going to give you a little update on my life and what's been going on because I, I missed a week and uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have because there's so much that has gone on. The biggest thing to talk about is um, the downward spiral that I claimed that I was feeling two episodes ago. And I kind of left you guys there and, and, and I want to say that, uh, first of all, the, the downward spiral that I felt coming um, has gone away. And that is because of a simple medication change. Um, yeah, I'd been doing so good since August, you know, and, uh, and just felt depression creeping back in. And uh, the, the, we, we just switched a, a medication one of my antidepressants to a higher dosage and suddenly all that went away and uh, I've, I've been functioning somewhat normally. The, the, the biggest deal lately and the thing that I'm working on the most personally and with my doctor's uh, insistence is trying to get my sleep worked out and Nowadays, you can tell if I'm going to have a good day or a bad day by how much sleep I've had. And you, you that have listened to the show for a while know that sleep was one of the first things that started to go wrong years ago when depression started to creep itself into my life. Um, is my sleep started to get bad. And it has been a constant struggle. And so... Without jumping into any new medications, I've been trying to do everything I can on my end uh, to make sure that I'm having better sleep hygiene. So we're going to talk about sleep hygiene a little bit. And sleep hygiene is not brushing your teeth before you go to bed. It is how you behave and, and run your life when it comes to bedtime. And there were some things apparently that I needed to change. Like one of them is you shouldn't have screen time all the way up until it's time to go to bed. They suggest that you stop with the screen time about an hour before bedtime. Um, another thing they suggest is you getting out and having about 10 minutes of activity during the day. Um, they suggest having a regular bedtime. They suggest uh, having a cool space to sleep in uh, with no light. And, um, you know, just basics like that. And we had all that except for regular bedtimes and things like that. But the biggest challenge she has made me and, and given me is to get up at the same time every day. And I'll tell you, that one almost depressed me right there because a lot of times I go to, I, well, yeah, I always go to bed at a decent time. 
Now, I don't always fall asleep at a decent time. And that's been my struggle is I, I will lay there for hours and hours and, um, and sleep just doesn't come. But it feels like it could come at any time, so I stay there. And they tell you, don't just lay there. Get up, read a book, you know, walk around the house, whatever, till you're sleepy, come back, lay back down. Bed is supposed to be just for sleeping, according to sleep hygiene. Uh, you're not supposed to watch movies in bed. You're not supposed to play on your phone in bed. You're not supposed to do anything but sleep there. That way your mind is ready um, to not, you know, to, to just do that one thing. So the big three changes uh, that aren't that big, the, 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 but the three changes that um, I've had to make to ensure my sleep and proper sleep has been Benadryl. <laughs> she said, have you tried Benadryl? I'm like, uh, no, because I'm not a freaking junkie. <laughs> but she, she said we could try it. So... My wife got some knockoff Benadryl, and we've been taking that uh, uh, every day, every evening. And um, and she says, melatonin. Have you tried melatonin? I said, yeah, years ago it didn't work. She says, well, I want you to take it no matter if you feel like it works or not because it's not one of those feel like it works things. It's just one of those things that gets your body ready and your mind ready uh, for sleep, and it'll, it'll benefit you whether you realize it or not. And I'm like, okay, so we got some got some melatonin uh over the counter you know hippie hippie stuff so uh and then the third thing was get up no matter what and i'll tell you that was the hard one because like i said i'll go to bed on time but it'll be three or four in the morning before i fall asleep and what'll happen is i'll get up and i know what she's thinking she's thinking i'm normal and that i will wake up and I will be sleepy for one day, sure. But I'll be so sleepy, I'll fall asleep the next day. But it doesn't work that way for me. I get so sleepy. And I'll be struggling all day long. And then I'll go lay back down and, um, and not be able to sleep. But uh, So I committed to it. I set an alarm. Because she's saying, you know, she's saying you can't sleep till noon every day. And expect to go to bed at a normal time. Your brain is going to keep you up. So I, I did it. And um, I started with uh, 9.30 in the morning, which is very early for me. And uh, I, I I got up and was dead. Oh, just zombie-like, you know? And... Um, I, I did end up taking a one-hour nap. I will tell you that on that first day. But then I tried to go to sleep that night. And um, I, I, I did. I went I went to sleep, you know, I don't know, like 10, 30, 11, because I was so dang tired. And she said, she said, you can go to bed whenever you want. You can go to bed early, but you have to wake up in the morning. And so I went to bed early and, uh, between the Benadryl and, and all that, I did fall asleep. I did. Now, eventually, uh, 
things kind of balanced out and I got used to waking up and I didn't need to, um, nap during the day. And, uh, but, but, but I felt like napping was cheating, but I'm like, it's progress. You know what? And I'm doing the best I can. But like I said, eventually I didn't even need to nap. And now it is, uh, 10 25 in the morning. I've been up for an hour and this is time I normally would be asleep. And normally I would wake up at noon and wouldn't even really have the grogginess out of my head until two o'clock, you know, wouldn't even be fully awake until two, but here I am, uh, fresh and alert and wanting to do a podcast. And, uh, it's all thanks to, you know, sleep hygiene. And, uh, lately my experiences have been that I, I take my meds, my night meds, um, that are supposed to help me get sleepy. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, but I take them around dinner time or just after dinner time. So I take them early, give them plenty of time to work. And, uh, I get tired around 10, but I, I don't go to bed right away. I make myself stay up to about 11, 1130. And then I go to bed and typically I lay there between 15, 30 minutes, which is still a long time in my opinion. Um, but it's no, nowhere near hours and hours and hours, but I'll fall asleep. I have these vivid dreams. Oh my goodness. Just crazy vivid dreams. And that's when I know I'm, you know, sleeping and, uh, and then, you know, I get up. Uh, before the alarm goes off every time I'm awake, except for one day. Okay. Now last week <laughs> the alarm went off. I, I, had, I slept to the alarm. The alarm went off. I was so out of it. I turned the alarm off and the next time I opened my eyes, it was 1230 and I'm like, I've ruined it. I've destroyed my, you know, sleep cycle. Oh my gosh, everything's going to go back to normal. All the work I've done. No. And, you know, just beat myself up real good. Like I love to do, but, um, everything turned out fine. It it's, you know, it's not an all or nothing thing. And that's the way I am. I'm a perfectionist and it, and, and it's such a bad thing because I'm a perfectionist on the lazy end, I guess, where if I can't do it all perfect, then I'll quit or not do it right, you know, at all. And, and you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. Me taking that nap when I first started making the changes was fine. Um, it, it, you know, it wasn't what the doctor said, but it was progress. I got up early. I stayed awake a couple of hours. I took a tiny nap. I, I woke up from that feeling refreshed and normal and open. And I was still awake sooner then I would have been awake if I had just done things normally without the changes. So, you know what? I, I have a hard time giving myself a break. My wife says I'm the hardest one on myself and it's true, but you know, taking those steps and even cheating a little bit is all right. As long as overall you've got, you know, progress, you got to look at the big picture and that's what I did. And, 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 um, even on the bad day that I overslept, you know, I could have just chunked in the towel and say, oh, well, this is it. This is the end. And I, I, I kind of felt that way, but I, I still stuck with the program. I still set my alarm the next morning. 
And you know what? It turned out okay. It turned out because it was out of the ordinary at that point. It wasn't normal. And it didn't mean that I had to go back to the old ways. And so it's taking a little bit of self-discipline. But honestly, I'm glad that it's working without additional medication. Because medication is not fun. It is not, uh, 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 and it's not an automatic fix either. As you guys have known that have that have struggled with me uh, all these years on this show, you know that medication is a is I don't know. It's a double edged sword sometimes. Uh, it, it, when it works, it's great. When it doesn't work or quits working, it it's hell on earth. I mean, it's it's bad. Um, and so a new medication, especially a sleep medication, is it's better for me not to be on. Now, you know, I'm addicted to Benadryl now and I have to have it and I'm out on the street with a little sign that says, please, you know, will will work for Benadryl. Uh, I'm just kidding. I, I the Benadryl, I don't even know if it even works anymore, but I still take it. Um, but last night, I'll tell you, I was sitting down here. I'd taken my medicine and I was playing a video game. And suddenly I blinked my eyes and just that fast, I was like dizzy tired. And I go upstairs to say goodnight to my wife. And she's like, James, can you unload the dishwasher before you go? I said, sweetie, you don't understand. When I said goodnight, I was like, I'm holding on to the handrails trying to get up the stairs. I'm tired. I'm, I'm like pass out tired. And sure enough, um, I, I went upstairs and just passed out, just knocked out right away. So, uh, maybe the Benadryl does help. Um, but she says, the doctor says that they even sell it as a sleep aid. Um, and it's more expensive if you buy it as a sleep aid than if you just buy it as allergy relief. So on, on the side note, my allergies have been great, even though uh, it's not allergy season and it wouldn't bother me anyway. Uh, but anyhow, that's that's kind of the update. I, I'm, I'm still in the process of it having to be a discipline rather than it being automatic. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm having to force myself to get up. I, I set that alarm. Um, it, it, it's not automatic. I still want to sleep in. I don't want to get up in the morning. It's not like I'm just perky, happy, like a tree bird, you know, ready to get up and face the day. Um, and, and it comes with its own set of problems because now I'm home more. I, I know I was at home before, but sleep had become a way of escape. Um, it had shortened my day, you know, uh, it, it only being up at noon or noon 30 and then having to pick up Jay at two 30. I only spent a couple of hours alone in the house and now um, there's this whole new world of daytime and, and dogs that want to go out now during the day. Um, and, and I'm, I'm home alone and I, I, I don't have anything to do. And sometimes that gets to me and depresses me a little bit. Um, but I've got to keep on keeping on and I've got to remember big picture. I'm making progress and you know what, figuring out what to do with my time and being productive, um, will come, it will come. I don't have to have it all figured out. Uh, and, and I'm telling myself this right now for the first time, I'm just actually figuring this out as I'm saying it. Uh, cause I'm kind of imagining what, what some of you would write to me. You would, you, you're always so much kinder to me than I am to myself. And you would say, James, you know what? You're making progress. You're, you're getting up at the right time. 
and you need to uh, just take it easy and you will fill the time and you will find something to do with that time. Speaking of, of time and doing stuff with it, um, I have been doing uh, a lot of artwork and I can always tell when I'm doing better um, because I get, I get creative and I don't know if you follow me on any of my social networks, but you should. So let's go through them real quick. Facebook, um, facebook.com slash groups slash NLcast. It is a great group of folks. It is a, uh, a private group. You have to, uh, click join and then I approve you. Um, it does have an auto approve, approve process too. For some folks, I don't know how it works, but, um, Anyway, once you're in there, I post a lot of stuff in there and a lot of folks post stuff and it's funny and they post jokes and, and we talk about things. And and if you're already on Facebook and you, and you're sick of scrolling the wall, you know, and seeing nothing but politics and stupid questions about if, you know, if you were, if you could go to the future or the past, which one would you go? Come, come to, um, groups slash NLcast. Um, and, and, and just look up, nobody's listening, um, podcast community. If you can't remember the, the, the thing, but it's, it's facebook.com slash groups slash NLcast. Um, we're also on Reddit. Okay. This is new, but if you're on Reddit already and you're a Reddit person, uh, reddit.com slash R slash NLcast. It's a new place. It's not real busy yet, but, um, wherever I tend to create, a new community, a community kind of rises up of people that are already there. So I'm hoping that Reddit will take off. Um, Instagram. If you do not follow me on Instagram, that's where I post a lot of my artwork, Instagram.com slash NLcast. Okay. And, uh, you will, you will see, uh, automatically a bunch of the artwork that I've posted. I did a baby Yoda out of pixels. I've been really into pixel art lately and pixel art is basically where you sit there and, uh, you, you, paint with little squares it's like taking a photo but you zoom in you know how you see all the little tiny squares that's what you do you start with a a 60 by 60 pixel image and and you can kind of expand it from there if you need to add more pixels you can't but um i did a baby yoda i did a little corn dog i did a um uh recently a station wagon from 1970 that turned out really really fun and uh, you can see all of that stuff. Um, Twitter. I have a Twitter account. Twitter.com slash NLcast. If you're on Twitter, that is another place I post my artwork and stuff like that. And then, of course, Patreon. Patreon.com slash GOK is how you support this program. And um, it's also a great way to communicate with me directly um, and cuts through the inbox that I have uh, and make sure that I get your messages and things like that. It's a great way to support me. And what I do and, 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 uh, it's, it's my only source of income is, is Patreon. So, um, I, I appreciate every single person that, that contributes. Um, okay. So I've done some artwork and, uh, I'll go to Instagram right now and, uh, talk about a little bit of it. Um, oh goodness. Now see, as I, as I, as I open my Instagram, um, there's a, I, I get two pictures presented to me and at first I thought they were, uh, just ladies, but, um, I, I know these ladies 
because they used to be in my children's church. Their mother is so proud of them, and, and rightly so. Their her daughters um, were really great and uh, great kids, very good kids, and now they're working as entertainers at their local uh, theme park, um, doing dancing and singing, and and they're beautiful. They grew up so beautiful. Oh my goodness. And, and, and they were cute when they were kids, but, uh, they're just absolutely gorgeous now. And she's so proud of them. And all her pictures are of them. And I'm proud. I'm proud to know them because, uh, they're doing stuff with their talents and it's so, it's so great. And one of them is unrecognizable. The other one looks just like she did when she was little. She's just tall and stretched out. But anyway, sorry about that. I got, I got sidetracked because I, I'm old and this proves it because <laughs> all my kids are grown up, but, uh, it's, it's so great. So Instagram.com, uh, I believe my profile is slash NLcast. Uh, yeah. And I made a, I made a corn dog out of pixels. I made a baby Yoda. I made a, I have news for you. If you follow that story show and you know about my faithful trip to Disney world, uh, where I got yelled at by, by a lady from the Netherlands. Um, I made a, a, a an image in honor of her. Uh, I made a shut up Nero shirt. If you've listened to a recent episode of that story show, you'll hear where John uh, misreads a shut up nerd bumper sticker and thinks it says suit up Nero. And so I made a suit up Nero shirt in an 80s style. Um, I drew a couple cherries and a teddy bear and eyeball and, 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 um, all kinds of stuff. And you'll also see pictures of, uh, or a picture of an accident that I was recently in. I don't know if I talked about it on this show, but I did talk about it on that story show. Um, back in June, late June, um, my wife and I were going to, uh, to a restaurant and we were just driving through the daggum parking lot and a car just suddenly guns it and backs it right into the back of my truck, shifted the back of the truck over sideways, uh, tore the whole bumper off of the back of her vehicle. And she had a vertical driver's license, which here in Missouri means she's under 21. I would guess that she was at 19 or 20 years old and, um, she was nice you know, and, and we didn't yell at each other. And, and even though I was, I was a little ticked off, but the damage was minor. And, uh, so we, we exchanged information, you know, she had called the police, uh, the police came and, and did their thing and nobody was charged with anything. And we went on to lunch after it was over and, uh, here, uh, just a couple weeks ago, we finally got around to taking the car in to, have it uh, checked out at the body shop. And they said $3,000, you know, $3,500 for damages and we'll get you all fixed up. And then the next thing I know, I get a call and uh, and, and I didn't answer it because <laughs> I didn't recognize the number and you just don't answer the phone. But I got an email from State Farm saying that they wanted to total my truck. They totaled my truck, you guys, my beautiful $15,000 truck that I got for a, for a song. I mean, I know 15000 is a lot of money, but have you priced a truck lately? Oh, my gosh. You can't get them even used for less than thirty, 
and 37 is usually the average. And that's what we found out. And that was the bad news is as we tried to find a truck that, that matched the features and what, you know, I wanted from it, we found we could not afford the truck. Now that's the bad news. The good news is that we've got $15,500 from the insurance company, which is more than what we paid for it. <laughs> so I drove that truck for four years and, and basically had free rent. So that's why you tithe, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's what I'm blaming it on. Blaming it on tithing. Um, because, you know, you, you put all this money out, you give it to the Lord, and every now and then he's like, you know what? I'm going to press it down, shake it together, run it over a little bit, just uh, just for fun. So um, anyway, we got we got 15.5 back on it. So free truck, you know, and money that we could put towards another truck. But again, like I said, we'd have to put another 15 grand in it just to, just to be able to afford another vehicle. So I settled <sighs> because I started looking at SUVs and I was like, you know what? I could still haul stuff in it. Cause I could put the seats down. I put a tarp down in the back, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, no, it's not as cool as a truck and it's not as fun as a truck, but you know, I, I can find an SUV. And what I found was that not only was the price, back down where we could afford it is that there was a lot of features in the vehicles that I was looking at that wouldn't have been in the truck. I could have got a, a cheap truck, but it would have been stripped down and not had anything. And I really rely on, um, cruise control, uh, a lot. I don't know. I don't know if you guys use cruise control when you drive. I do. I do a lot of highway driving and, um, I, I set that cruise control because, I think I have a little bit of a lead foot and I do the speed limit. I don't even do five over. I, I am a, but I drive a speed limit. And, um, and so I, you know, it just helps me because the traffic flow is, is always zooming around me, <laughs> but it's less, it's less stressful for me to drive the speed limit. Isn't that crazy that my, my anxiety even affects how I drive. Um, I drive the speed limit so that I don't have to pass people. I don't have to go around them. I people go around me, and so I always drive straight, and and people just work their way around me, and um and I'm sure I'm hated, but whatever. I'm I'm setting a tone for the highway. This is the speed we're all supposed to be going. Um, but anyway, my point is I use cruise control a lot, so I need I need some stuff. So, um, when I started looking at SUVs. Uh, I found that the price was uh, for used SUVs um, was a lot more in our price range. Uh, it wasn't fifteen five, but it wasn't thirty seven five, you know, and things like thirty seven nine and thirty eight nine and stinking fifty five. I don't know how people afford these trucks. I see them everywhere. I guess people just go into debt. I, I guess they just don't eat. I I don't know, but we don't do the debt thing, so. Um, we, we had to take the money we had and, and the money we had scrolled away and all this kind of stuff. And that's, um, kind of the story behind this vehicle is I ended up looking at, uh, other Nissans and I ended up looking at Jeeps and, um, Jeep has a renegade that reminded me a lot of my element, my Honda element that I drove for 13 years. 
Uh, but it, it's acceleration was weird and it was a little small, just a little small. It looks cool, but it's a little small. And we tried an, uh, another one. I can't remember what it's called, but it, I'd never heard of it before, but it was, it was, it was nicer and it was pretty nice, but not as nice as the Nissan rogue that we had test driven at CarMax. So, um, I ended up long story short, uh, picking up a black Nissan rogue uh, as my vehicle. And it is, uh, all because of you guys and the supporters for that story show, because, um, it was a little bit more, it was still way less than a truck, but it was a little bit more than the 15, five. And I was able to take some money from the, the money that I save, uh, from my podcast and I was able to transfer it over to the, the, the family's bank account and cover the, uh, the extra cost and, and get a vehicle that I'm proud to drive. Now, I do call it a mom car because a, a Honda Rogue looks like a mom car, but it's black, so it's Batman's mom's car. You know what I'm saying? Even though she's dead, I know. But imagine she's not. This is what she would drive. And it's got a black interior it has leather seats, has heated seats, has a heated steering wheel. It's crazy. It's stupid. I know, but it has one. And um, it has a thing where if you kick underneath the license plate in the back, that the trunk opens automatically and closes automatically if you want it to. It has remote start, um, which I didn't even know that when I bought it. it. There was just this extra button on the key fob. And I'm like, does yours have this? Because she drive. my wife drives a... A Nissan. She's like, no. So I looked it up in the in the dictionary. Yeah, the um, the owner's manual, and and it has remote start. And I was like, holy crap! I didn't even know that. And um and and it has cruise control, and it has adaptive cruise control, where if you get behind somebody that's doing forty five, it'll lower your speed down to match theirs, and then you can pull around them, and you don't even have to take it out of cruise control and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not bragging. I'm just proud. I'm proud of you guys for helping me to be able to afford a car. And and th this is how I got excited because it was settling. I wanted my truck back, dadgummit. And, and I finally had gotten a truck, but I couldn't afford a truck. So I had to settle. And so it was like, um, like tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes. And so it was a lot of, of, of really like looking at all the tomatoes and saying, okay, which tomato do you hate the least? And the Nissan Rogue was the tomato I hated the least. But then I found out that tomato had uh, uh, <laughs> special features. Okay, it's breaking down a little bit here, but you get what I'm saying. Um, I didn't get what I wanted, but I got something I wanted uh, it, because of, of some of the features. And the price was low, um, and and um, it didn't. You know, it didn't. Uh, I was able to uh, take care of that because of the money that I made podcasting and and that made me feel like a man i'm just gonna say if and, and it's it's not often i feel that way because somebody else buys all my food you know what i'm saying somebody else pays my my utilities and my rent or, or my you know we don't rent but you know what i'm saying uh my wife takes care of all that and 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 i don't feel very manly very often i feel like a bump on a log, quite a, quite honestly, quite a bit of my life. So it was very nice. It was a small thing, 
but I was able to transfer money um, over to our family's account and pay for the difference on the truck and get something that are or, or on the truck. I wish on the SUV. And now I drive mom, Batman's mom's car. And, um, I'm very happy with it. It's very smooth driving experience. Um, steering is really great and I feel spoiled. I really do. It's the nicest car I've ever had. And, um, and it's, it's who's ever heard of a Nissan rogue. It's not like it's, you know, a car people are lusting after. Um, we couldn't afford a Honda, you know, uh, Jeeps were, were expensive. Um, so, you know, we, we settled and, um, and, and, and I don't, I feel a little guilty because like I said, I know everybody's financial situations are different, but for us, this was affordable and it was uh, within our price range, and we didn't have to go into debt to do it. I mean, we did, um, what do you call it, finance it, but we're, we're paying it off. It was just because we didn't have, um, we, we hadn't had the 15.5 deposited in our bank account yet. And I know the money people would, would, would shake their finger at us and say, you shouldn't spend money you don't have. Yeah, but it's coming. I mean, it's, it's on its way. So anyway, um, but, the, but the car is all but paid off already. Um, and, and I was a part of it and, and it makes me feel really good. So, uh, let's see, uh, that's got us almost caught up. My, my brother announced my brother, David announced to me today on a text message that he is coming to visit. He is coming, um, on the 14th of this month so like let's see it's the fourth today so he will be here next thursday not this thursday but next thursday and he's hanging out all the way until sunday and it's going to be so much fun i've been wanting to get him out here for so long and i've been wanting to see him and his wife and i i don't know maybe we'll do a podcast together that would be so rad i don't know if he'll be into it he deals with a lot of anxiety uh, like I do, but his is like worse because it's like the thing, like, like his main thing that he deals with. So it's a lot. And, uh, I, I don't want to force him or anything, but man, I'm really going to want to, <laughs> I'm really going to want to podcast with him. Uh, that would be so rad. Um, but anyway, so we're going to do stuff. I don't know what, I don't know what to do, but we're going to go out to eat. We're going to hopefully go to the city museum and show him stuff. And, um, you know, I don't know. My wife will probably want to take him to the zoo because it's free and the science museum, even though it's for kids, it's free and uh, stuff like that. So that is that is thrilling. I've been he just surprised me with that this morning when I woke up. I was just text message waiting for me. It's like we're just we're coming out. And I'm like, where are you staying? And, and he's staying downtown and, and we live like three minutes from downtown. So he picked the right spot, you know, and, and everything. So, uh, you know, it, it's really good. Really excited about that. As far as, uh, church stuff, you know, I go to a little tiny church and I think I mentioned last time that, uh, or one of the previous episodes, maybe I didn't, I'll act like I didn't. Okay. But what we are doing is what we had a meeting. Okay. Um, all right, let me back up a little further. David, my, 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 friend and pastor um is filling in yeah yeah i know i did a show on this now uh but he's filling in 
for a year for a guy, a pastor who is taking a year sabbatical. Yeah, I definitely, definitely did a whole show on that. Um, and he started that officially this past Sunday and he did a great sermon from Ephesians chapter three, uh, verses three through 13, I think. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, and then we went out to eat afterwards, like a real church person. We went to Cracker Barrel, like a real church person. And, uh, it was really fun and everything. Um, wasn't it Stacy? Wasn't it Stacy? Yeah, it was fun. Stacy, Stacy, uh, goes to my church and listens to my show. And so she knows all my stuff and she brings it up and she mentions it and talks about it. And she's like, yeah, you mentioned how you're feeling in show number, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I don't even remember half that stuff. She remembers it all. Um, but, um, anyway, so we had to have a meeting because we had been talking about doing, you know, and had been doing this children's church thing on Sunday nights. And the concern was, David, can you do Sunday nights and, and still do this new commitment on Sunday morning? And when we came together, it really came out that, that, um, after, especially after the year 2020 and getting through that and some other things that have gone on that we're just kind of burnt, you know, that we, we want to use this next year, uh, to just sit under his teaching and hear him speak and just kind of refresh, get our kids into church, uh, get our children into children's church, you know, and, um, it was really good to hear, well, from Stacy and her husband, <laughs> and, and it, it was good to hear, it was good for David to hear how we were doing and all this. Um, and it was good for us to, to feel, um, united because I didn't know, I've, I've mentioned on the show before that, that, you know, the city is hard. It's a hard city. St. Louis is a tough city. You know, the Bible talks about that we wage not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers and wickedness and dark places. And, 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 and you, you, you read that, but until you live in a place like St. Louis, it really doesn't have a meaning. Um, St. Louis, you can feel the darkness in this place. It hangs over like a cloud and it eats at your soul. It really does. Um, there's so many hateful people and, and, and it's just an angry bitter city uh and it has a lot of good stuff in it you know and i'm and and i I love st louis but i hate it at the same time you know what i'm saying it it really it really gets down on you and that was expressed at the meeting and it was good to hear it from somebody else because it's you know it's it just is it's always good to know that you're not alone you know and so we have decided unfortunately to suspend the children's ministry that we were doing on Sunday nights. And we only did it for three weeks and I, or three or four, and I wasn't even involved anyway. I'd tried very hard to, to be, you know, as you guys know, to get ready for it and struggled with it all summer, trying to get my stuff leveled out. And about the time I do, we don't do it, but it's, it's for a good reason and a good cause. And, and David really, uh, expressed Sunday that he finally seems to, you know, really feels, um, the weight of what he has taken on. I mean, he's filling in for a year for another pastor. And, uh, 
that's a year is a long time. My daughter's going to be a senior in a year. My son will be a high schooler in a year. I will be one year from 50 in a year. My wife will be one year from 29 in a year. I'm kidding. She's in her forties. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was a big deal and a big meeting. And, um, I hate that we've stopped the children's ministry thing. Um, I do, but for the health of the church and, and all that, I think, I think it's for the best. We're just in a place where we need to receive for a while. And surely, uh, everyone can understand that. Um, when you, you know, you minister out of your overflow, you do. And that's why so many Sunday schools, teachers and children's ministry workers are burnt out because they don't have any overflow because a lot of times they go to children's church instead of church and they go and teach Sunday school instead of going to Sunday school themselves. And that's why I think, uh, children's ministry workers should rotate, um, they should do six months on, six months off, you know, and and it's hard enough to get volunteers, and that's why they don't do it because the volu- the volunteer coordinators or pastors are so eager to have people that they they try to grab them and they throw them in the room and shut the door and don't let them out, you know, um, and and don't go peeking in because if they if you check on them they'll leave, you know, but uh, I I think children's ministry workers should be able to go and receive. Uh, from the church that they go to instead of being taken from because children's ministry is hard work and ministry of any kind is. But when you're working in the choir, uh, you know, nothing against that. I'm not saying, but when you work in the choir, when you work in the worship uh, area, when you are a deacon or an usher, you get to participate in the service. But when you're in the nursery, uh, when you're in the sound booth, when you're in the streaming room or uh, the children's church, you don't, you don't get to participate. Uh, even sound man, you know, you might be there, but you're focused on the sound. You're working the entire time. Uh, so anyway, these it's, it, it, we've, we've worked a lot at Novation. We've done a lot of outreach. We've given away a lot of food. We've done a lot of things and the year has been tough and it's been, the city eats at you. Like I said, um, and it's time for us to refresh. And I'm excited. I'm glad my kids are going to have a chance to sit through a real service and a real church uh, experience because David preaches different when he's in front of people. He does. And I, I think he does a better job. And I've, and I've said this to him, to his, to his face, and I've said it about him, I've said it to my wife, that I want to get that guy in front of a group of people and, and just let him preach. And, and my prayer has been answered because that's what he's doing now. And he he's doing great. He's doing great. So I, I, I think that's, that's everything I really do. So, um, I, I'll wrap it up about now. Um, I, I mentioned that I'd done a lot of art, but I forgot to mention that there are t-shirts available. If you go to store.nlcast.com, it'll forward you uh, right there. Oh, well, actually, it's the website, store.nlcast.com. And you can see all of the t-shirts that I've made um, recently and the ones that are just for sale up there. There's uh, 
of course that story show merch um there's i flew it i turned into a bat and flew away t-shirt with a very cute bat on it there's lemons lemons from that story show uh there's uh my day starts at noon <laughs> which is a shirt from this show um the new uh i have news for you t-shirt is available i did a buzz Lightyear um robot looking it's actually if you took hulk buster from uh avengers and mixed him with buzz Lightyear, that's what he looks like and i put him on a shirt I, I did a station wagon pixel art. There's a that story show pillow, and then I've got some Halloween merchandise out um, with my little zombie character, my uh, uh, mummy character, and my uh, wolf man character. And then I have a shirt with all three of them on there. There's a shut up uh, or suit up Nero. I keep wanting to say shut up nerd. It's suit up Nero shirt available. Um, I even have a that story show mask, and then there's a baby Yoda. Uh, t-shirt there's even ones for kids and there's a red school bus t-shirt available for children so anything you buy from the store of course 100 percent supports me and helps me out um, but at least go to my instagram in instagram.com slash nlcast and uh and check out the artwork i've done and if you like it you can usually get it on a t-shirt at store.nlcast.com uh, i want to thank you for listening and again i want to thank our patrons especially Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill, uh, for, for your support. Your support makes all the difference, and it made a difference in my life this week uh, when, when I was able to, to help pay for my own car. And that is a feeling that you can't duplicate, um, and I appreciate you for it. You're awesome. Um, again, if you want to support the show and help us out, patreon.com slash GOK and uh that is that is where you go, and and I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. Um, there's two options. There's a five dollar a month option, which is basically a, a, a cup of expensive coffee, uh, and then there's a ten dollar option if you want to get your name mentioned on the show, like uh, Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, and Wesley Gill do every every time I do a show. I mention their names because they are uh, they contribute ten dollars a month, uh, and and are super patrons, you know. So uh, I would I would love it. Oh, and let me mention one more thing. From now until the end of December, we're running a special over on that story show, and um, I don't know. It's it's for fun. It's just for fun. But I when I was in in uh, children's ministry, we did a thing for BGMC Boys and Girls Missionary Crusade, where if the kids raised two thousand dollars in a month, um, they could shave my head, and the kids did it. And they shave the, the they shaved my head on stage. Uh, my sister came in and did it. She was a stylist at the time, and she shaved my head bald right there in front of them. And I said, you know what? Why don't we do the same thing? Um, it wasn't that bad the first time. <laughs> I don't want to be a bald forty eight year old, but um, we are so close to a hundred patrons over at that story show. And uh, if we can get there. Um, before December, I will shave my head. So, you know, you could support uh, that story show or you could go over there. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, you could support GOK or you could go over to that story show, uh, patreon.com slash uh, that story show and support over there and contribute toward uh, getting a video made of me getting my head shaved bald. Um, so it's up to you where you want to put your money at. But uh, if I were you and I had $5 a month to throw away, I would throw it at that story show and get the man's head shaved bald. So, um, but, but, but if you love me, 
<laughs> you will just do it on the GOK and I can keep my hair and everything will be great. You know, that would be the best. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget about the Facebook group and um, all that good stuff. If you want to email me, you can. So many of you do. James at Intelcast.com is where feedback is sent. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not always real quick with responding, but I am quick to read it. Some of you guys send me really big emails because you have so much to say. And it's and if it had been a conversation, we would have sat for two hours and 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 talked back and forth. And so I read those emails and I pour over them and I read them two or three times before I respond to them. I just did a fellow that way. Um, just yesterday, I finally responded. And I didn't have a whole lot to say back uh, because, you know, it's a one-sided conversation, emails are. But I wanted him to know that that I had, you know, like really thought about what he wrote and, and stuff like that. That's why I like, a lot of times I like to respond to emails online on the on the show because then I can communicate and say, you know, what I would have said if we'd been face to face. But um, people share personal information and I, I don't want to, um, you know, yes, I could not share their names, but uh, I, I, some stuff is so personal. I, I don't want to, I don't want to share. So anyway, Twitter is twitter.com slash NLCast. And if you have a suggestion for a topic, maybe there's something that I haven't talked about. If you have questions about depression or about my sleep patterns or anything like that. You don't always have to have comments. You could have questions too. So if you have something you want me to answer or address, uh, email me james at nlcast.com and I will, I will get to it and we will answer it. Um, maybe you want advice. I don't know. I I'm a pastor. I'm, I'm 48. I'm old and, and I'm a little bit wise, a tiny bit wise. Um, you can ask questions. Uh, let's mix it up a little bit, have a little bit more fun with GOK as I try to be more uh, responsible with the show and more active. All right. We'll see you guys next time. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And that's it for episode 151. We'll see you next week. Bye.